ACP Church family, welcome to the No Borders podcast, where every week we will discuss the sermon and share some personal takeaways. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please share with your friends and your family. We are currently in our knowing series studying in the book of John, and it's that time. Let's jump right into it. All right. Thank you for joining me today. Today we have Britton on the podcast as well as my sister-in-law, Kyla. And it's been a while, guys. So uh, welcome back. Listen, we've been traveling. We cannot start this podcast without talking about Bro's birthday. Yeah. Mr. Eric. Okay. So I, I showed up. I have a cake here. And a lighter. Can you hear Gosh, it? Gosh, please don't light things on fire. <laughs> I the mic I brought just goes. <laughs> a giant obnoxious balloon that I popped on the way here, so it's it's deflated and sad. But a little less obnoxious. Listen. Because, Thank you. Oh, oh boy. It's She's oh, lighting the candles. Uh, oh, okay. my goodness. It's hot. I'm not good with a lighter. <laughs> she is struggling okay. to light All candles right. right now. Well, it was like, okay. This is not a video saying, podcast, but it should be. I know. I thought it was. And happy birthday. Wait, which happy birthday we do? I don't think we should. No. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Just happy All right. All right. Thank you. Are you going to blow it out? <laughs> sure. I'll blow it out so we can get past it. Okay. Make a wish. Right. How old are you? Wait. Oh, wait. We should intro it. Hold it away. Wait. I, I tried. <laughs> Theologically, I'm 32. can we. 32. 32. Can, we, can okay. we wish theologically? Are we okay to do that? Can, can you make a wish? Yeah, I don't know. Is oh, it okay yeah. to do? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> What'd you wish for? Can't tell you. That's, <gasps> did you that's actually make a wish or, or were you just trying to get it over with? Both. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I have a he's delicious. A, he's, his wish was he wished this was over. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, so thank you guys. Yes, it's my birthday today. But, yes. Um, do you feel old? Wanted to, yes. Um, <laughs> and so let's just jump straight into the sermon. <laughs> he hates it. Uh, he's I like, know. Okay, <laughs> we'll he's talk like, about Jeez. Gosh. Okay. Um, but so we're continuing in the knowing series. Uh, Pastor Tom gave the sermon today. And today we talked about the Holy Spirit or what Tom referred to as the paraclete. In your church experience growing up, what prominence did the Holy Spirit play in the church? And looking back, was it accurate? Was it a good, a good balance? How did you guys feel? Well, seeing as how I was born and raised in this church, I feel like if I say it was inaccurate, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I feel like uh, it's been awesome, especially in this church. It's, it's, I think we really grasp who the Holy Spirit is and what the Holy Spirit is and, and who, um, what his role is um, really well. And then going off to school and going kind of Pentecostal, uh, Pentecostal slash AG uh, school, definitely a little bit more thrown into to the power of the Holy Spirit and whatnot as far as, um, you know, works and wonders and signs and wonders. Because here at church on a Sunday, you may not get that every Sunday. You have mm-hmm. it every once in a while. But when you go to a Pentecostal school, you see it everywhere. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think I have a really good understanding of the, of the paraclete, of who the Holy Spirit is. And I think uh, it, it's been exposed to me really well I, 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 from my from yeah. my opinion. <laughs> I mean, growing up, obviously, um, I had yeah, my be careful dad what you said too. <laughs> the pastor. But um, so I went to church um, in Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, but it was really cool growing up. My parents made it like, a, you have to go to church on Sunday. You don't have to go to our church, but you have to. Like when I got old enough to make the choice. Mm. Um, and so I went with friends to different churches. And really, it just drew me right back to the church that I belong to. That's because so cool. I did notice like how certain churches didn't have, you know, have that feeling that I mm. felt at church. So um, I was exposed to other churches. It wasn't like just set in stone what I um, experienced, which was cool. 
Um, but bro, you didn't grow up in under in Padres church. <laughs> no, I, I think churches I went to growing up, just like a big difference would be that, you know, not not really emphasizing the the power of the Holy Spirit and really kind of just looking at it as this this entity that really, you know, interacted but wasn't as influential, I guess, in your life and kind of, you know, like he went over with the the different turn, the comforter, you know, the the helper and the advocate, like really looking at it in those that context. I don't think it was really displayed to me that way. Mm. Um, but um, the next thing he kind of got into was like that nut oneness and modalism um, concept. And so he took a long time showing us that from the scripture that the paraclete was a who and not an it, and that he was God equal to the father and the son. And then he went into that, uh, you know, oneness modalism theology. Uh, have you guys been exposed to that or heard that from different churches or different um pastors, maybe online, social media. You know, what's interesting is I, I mean, I feel like this cool thing, you always learn new things, you mm. know, and I under, you know, I've heard those things, but not by the name. So I learned right. something new today on, um, on the different names and what it was actually called. Um, I've definitely heard again, you know, friends with different s- style face, you know, um, I've, le- I've heard about them believing those things over, the, the traditional trinity, um, mm. but it was interesting to kind of learn about it by the actual names and what they're called, you know, makes me mm. feel a little bit smarter today. <laughs> there uh, you I go. feel Getting like I could theology like, lesson yeah, in. I was yeah. like, wait, start over. I'm confused. <laughs> so, uh-huh. nice. Yeah. Going to a Christian school for college, I, I learned a bunch of different theologies and whatnot because they, they kind of take the time to, to teach. This is what we believe. And then these are other, other branches of theology. And so I have, Heard of modalism and and well, I took that class in college too. I don't remember it. <laughs> no, no, like not that I would remember necessarily the name yeah, of yeah. modalism. I'm not that smart. Get it, <laughs> Brett? You're a genius. <laughs> no, okay. not at all. But um, definitely heard of it. Definitely studied it a little bit. Um, it's just really interesting, right? With with theology and with the Bible, you have, you know, it's it's not it, we can believe the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, but then there's hundred different beliefs about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then same with like the rapture, there's like 50, 60, 70 different types of beliefs and theologies on the rapture. So it's, it is really interesting to learn about them all and to kind of decipher where you stand and, and what you believe. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then you got into how uh, T.D. Jakes, um, prominent uh, pastor, he changed mm-hmm. his opinion on this in 2012 uh, to the doctrine of the Trinity instead of that oneness doctrine and, you know, that's pretty, you know, important to kind of see because we don't really see that a lot. Uh, somebody changing their beliefs like that drastically. Especially someone that prominent. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, already the leader of a big mega church and everything. And so, uh, you know, that how can we hold our beliefs to be firm but still be willing to change when confronted with, you know, a different view like this? Um, how how can we better do this as Christians? Because I think it's important to be able to, you know, point out this example and say that, you know, it's, it's very um, mature and it's very interesting to, to look at this as like a case study. But a lot of times we look at, you know, people that have just very firm in their beliefs and they're mm. not going to change no matter, no matter what, what evidence or no, what, no matter what comes in face of them. So how can we help balance that a little bit? Yeah, I think it's good. Obviously you want to be sh- strong and sturdy in what you believe. But I also think we have to have that understanding that we're human Mm -hmm. and that 
we don't get it all right all the time. And yes, a lot of this study, a lot of this understanding can be spirit revealed and, and can be revealed through the spirit. But when it comes down to just studying and trying to decipher for yourself, I don't think we can be so arrogant to think that every single doctrine and theology we've adopted is absolutely unequivocally correct. Though uh, there are, and then you kind of get into even deeper, I'm not going to get into it too much, but there's differences in theology. There's major doctrine and there's minor doctrine. And mm-hmm. the difference in those major doctrines are, if you don't believe these doctrines, we know th- that these are correct. For instance, Jesus came he <laughs> and he died for us on the cross and he was resurrected and defeated death, sin, and the grave. If you don't believe that, there's an issue because <laughs> mm-hmm. then you're starting to talk about like your, the faith being completely grounded in, in false teaching. But then there's minor doctrines where they're not going to send you to hell if you if you get those ones wrong. But it still doesn't mean we don't want to get them right. We want to study them and understand them. But it's it's it, those ones are okay to have some dialogue and say, okay, what mm-hmm. is right? So yeah. h- how do you feel? Do you feel like this concept of oneness versus Trinity? Do you feel like that is more of a major versus a minor? Oh man, that yeah. might be above my education. <laughs> but um, I would think that it would be a minor because they're not dis- discounting that there are three entities. They are still saying there are three entities. They just don't think they can simultaneously be those, that that God can be those three entities at the same time. Mm-hmm. They just think he can only function as one at a specific time. So my my judgment would say that that'd be a, ma- a minor doctrine. That, that if you, you know, again, I don't, I don't agree with it. And I believe that God can be the son, the father, the Holy Spirit all at once. And he can do those roles at the same time. But I don't think necessarily if you believe in, if you believe in modalism that you're going to go to hell necessarily. Mm-hmm. Not a matter of salvation type of thing. And if I'm yeah. wrong, tell me. Someone tell me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, would I, major, I would say that's a major. I would say, yeah, I would okay. disagree. Uh-huh. Uh, um, that's a pretty big one. So uh-huh. I uh, I disagree on that one. I would say that that would be uh, for me a major one because if you know, I believe you know. I believe in the Trinity, um, but I feel like our God is big enough, and sure. I feel like yeah, that's um, to hold all of the hats. Um, and um, I think it really can, um, yeah. I would, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it would definitely uh, uh, change my faith if I believed in one oh, of the other, okay, of the other ones. But mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah. Um, j- adjust my other because I feel like it filters down. So if you don't get that that major one right, it sure. fil- filters down to the minor ones. So sure. disagree, Brit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. But, I mean, I'll I, take it. I think it's it's but, good to. To have these, you know, conversations of understanding, you know, that we are allowed to have disagreements in the church and we're allowed yeah. to have, you know, differing views. And that's a big thing that you you see is, you know, how many different denominations are there? And, you know, it's just what causes the, the church to fracture and kind of spread out? And, you know, is that, you know, necessarily a bad thing? Is that something that is, you know, we should see more of that togetherness or we should see just the, you know, one church with all the same views or is it good to have, you know, that kind of yeah. mo- like mix that kind of gumbo type of, you know, recipe yeah. in, in, in the church. And I think that it's important to have that mix. Um, I think with, back to your TD Jake's um, kind of comment and the, the questions about how, you know, how to possibly adjust it. I think having those conversations in the church mm. makes us able to like, you know, change, you know, maybe adjust our mindset. Um, I always think about like my sisters and I, um, we, you know, obviously we're raised the same way, but we all have different opinions. And if you get us together and we talk about it, we bring 
you know, different points of view mm. um, and don't necessarily necessarily agree on everything um, when it comes to our faith, you know, and, and you know, the different gray areas, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I respect them so much um, that I actually am listening to their mm-hmm. point of view and um, listening to their thought process. Um, and but that I don't get me wrong. I will argue them because I am the right one. But, uh, I am correct. But I would say, you know, my faith for sure has adjusted um, based on my experiences. Mm. So kind of like, so maybe TG Jakes adjusted based on experiences and different, um, you know, people challenging him. And so uh, he, his mindset and opinion changed because of that. And I feel like personally, um, my faith has strengthened and I've had different opinions about stuff or beliefs, I guess, not opinions or I don't know what you call it, but, um, has adjusted because of my life experiences and things that I've gone through that have really challenged my faith. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And even going back to what Eric was talking about, about disagreeing with each other and conversation, some of my most like faith shifting moments and and memorable moments in my faith journey were through conversation with people. And it didn't, not arguments. It doesn't have to be an argument. Like this can be out of love, but just really good conversations that made me say, hold on, maybe I do need to rethink this and restudy this and relook at this. And and then that kind of shaped some of my theology as well. And whether it's with people like PT or whether it's with just colleagues of mine in, in college. Listen, and I stuff. debate with Padre all the time. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I love it. I ain't scared. Go on. Let's yeah, talk about it. I'm but. still a little scared. <laughs> I'm still new to the staff, so I'm still a little oh, scared. I, but know, I, I, know. I can I hang out with you more. I, was, like, I try to argue with like a guy who has a doctorate degree. <laughs> right. the, the I'm like, but I'm right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. But good. Yeah. Good. Um, so Pastor Tom also gave us the three descriptive words to explain the paraclete, the helper, the counselor, and the advocate. Um, so personally for me, I, I feel like I connected with that word uh, advocate. And, um, you know, as as a, you know, physical therapist going into like the health field, that's, that's something that we try to do is be a patient advocate for the, the person that we're seeing. And one of the like examples that I, I just ran into like this past week was um, I'm working with this, this lady. She's had a history of falls and her family comes in and puts her into uh, assisted living. And her goal is to go back to living independently on her own. Mm-hmm. And so as a patient advocate, I'm trying to bridge that gap between the, the patient's family and the patient because I, you know, seeing what her goals are as the, as the patient and then seeing how the family wants, you know, just to keep her safe. You know, they don't necessarily want her, you know, to fall. They, they, they love her. They, they care for her, but it's finding that balance between what, what's the, you know, maybe the safest thing for, her, but is it the best quality of life for her to be in the assisted living? Maybe not. And so balancing that act between, you know, advocating what, what gives that person the best quality of life and helping mm-hmm. them to understand that and just being able to communicate that with the different medical mm-hmm. professionals or the different um, family members. And it's, it's tough, but I feel like being, being an advocate and, you know, that having that description of um, the Holy Spirit being an advocate for us, that helps us lean into like the, the best quality of life that we can live and the yeah. best uh, fullness of life that we can live. So that that descriptor stood out to me just because 
of that example, but any, yeah, any, any of those? experience with it. Yeah. So yeah. How about you guys? What, what, uh, what Helper. descriptors? Helper. hundred percent. Yeah. So? You need you help. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the last few years of my life has really, I don't know, shaped my, um, I don't know, shaped me. <laughs> and so, um, I, I would say that that one's the, the one that I really, um, connect with just because I feel like God has helped me through a lot. Um, and he's been, but, uh, different, you know, addiction, a divorce, just tough stuff. But then in the message, he was talking about like, you know, the, the relation, like the hurricane, you know, like people coming to help you like set up a hurricane and all of that. Um, I feel like the people of the church, like this church has helped me dramatically, um, whether it was like addiction recovery group or with um, a divorce group and just different connections there, the mom's group, just different um ways to connect, um, you made it more, you know, like kind of like what he talked about in the message. So help helper a thousand percent. I mean the other stuff too, but (laughs) (laughs) the other ones, but But, but yeah, getting through that season of life and just looking back and seeing how much you, you know, leaned in on it and couldn't necessarily do it on your own. And it was, you know, through that concept of the helper, that's that's huge. And it also, like confirmed, like he is your help. So nothing else really, like, I feel like I've walked through some really hard stuff. So mm. I'm almost prepared to handle well, I think. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't let it be harder than that. <laughs> right. And that's cool. Like, you, just, right. you just jogged my thought, like something he may have helped you with two years ago because he helped you through it. Now you can handle it. Yeah. You, you don't necessarily need as much help. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're stronger. And then now you get more yes. difficult tests and then he has to help you I hope those, it's not more difficult. You don't him. jinx yeah. me. Hey, the, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you. <laughs> um, for me, I'm going back with Eric. I got to side with Eric. I'm going to go with uh, Advocate as well. Um, it just sparked a memory in my head when I was in youth camp or kids camp, like way back. I was probably nine, ten years old, and um, some students, some kids had like messed up the bathroom horribly, like threw toilet paper everywhere, just like just stupid kid stuff, <laughs> and the whole staff at the camp was convinced it was me and my friends. Like, no. like one of them even said, I saw them do it. <laughs> really? And we wow. didn't do it to this day. I pro- like, we did, did not know. Like I would, like, of course I would tell you now I don't care, but like we did not, like it just wasn't in my, I've never been that way. I don't mess things up. And, um, only one staff came to our defense. It was like, no, th- at the time that this would have taken place, they were with me at doing this activity. Like they were not, they couldn't, it couldn't have been there. Mm. And just that as a kid, like going from everybody looking at you, like literally the whole camp and the staff was like, cause it went days. Like they were like, we're going to give you time to come forward and confess whoever did it. And like, no one would. And it was like three days later and they were all <laughs> angry and, and oh, looking boy. at us like, we know it's you. And this one person standing up for us was just like, Oh my God, thank goodness for them advocating for us. And yeah. it, it was that feeling and that simple moment is just so much more amplified in like the big things of life when you just feel like everything's going against you and the Holy Spirit's like, no, this is who you are. This is who I've made you to be. And this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get through it. And and then it goes into helping. He helps yeah, from yeah. then. But it's just that that moment of like standing up and and yeah. and representing you, if you will, is just, just it's the most powerful being in the universe is doing <laughs> that for us. Like so cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that feels feels comforting to to know that, you know, when mm. everybody's, you know, lining up against you or, you know, may think one way of you and you may get into like this down, 
point in your life where even you start to believe those voices of everybody yeah, telling you what really. exactly you are and having that advocate step in is, is mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, um, absolutely. So uh, Pastor Tom also said that as Christians now, as remarkable as it seems, we're better off than the disciples following Jesus while he was on earth. The disciples did some remarkable things, but only as Jesus sporadically gave them the power. Usually they just followed Jesus in some perplexity, and most of the time they couldn't do very much. But now the parklet abides with us continually, guiding, interceding, and enabling us. Now, do you guys agree with Pastor Tom on that subject that, you know, now we have it a little bit better than when uh, the disciples were roaming the earth? That one's a tough one for me because <laughs> Jesus specifically said, it's better that I go so that the helper can come. Mm-hmm. So if Jesus said it, it has to be right, right? <laughs> like it has to be better for us now. But goodness gracious, I would have loved to walk next to Jesus <laughs> and, and, and do some of that stuff and like have a physical human Jesus right next to me the, mm-hmm. and, and through my entire ministry journey. Well, you know, it wasn't in their entire ministry journey, but three years of their ministry experience. And, uh, so as much as I, th- I think Pastor Tom's right, and because Jesus said he's right, I'm like, I, I think I'd, I'd want to walk alongside Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that'd be my answer. I'd, I'd, I'd rather walk as, I want Jesus right next to me. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I feel like it would have been easier, right? Because right. it's like physical, like you see him, like now it's, it's being, You hear right? his voice too. It's right. like, yeah, yeah. a lot like, of times it's, you know, It's like, hard. was that you? <laughs> be like, hey, I have yeah, this question. Yeah. I get the answer right then. Like yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Right. So I feel like it would, uh, you know, uh, it's more challenging, you know, because yeah. it's based on, um, you know. But I get the sentiment because he's yeah, saying yeah. like the power I had, mm-hmm. you have yourself now, full yes. access. But it's like, to me, I'm like, but I want you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it may have been easier with him. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But uh, I agree. I agree, Padre. <laughs> what about you, Eric? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say, I mean, you, you've kind of convinced me. You know, I, 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 I think <laughs> Wait, so be, we all disagree. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll, we'll, we'll disagree with Pastor Tom on that. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> PT. We know you're right. We know Jesus maybe said it, but we disagree. <laughs> maybe it's just our generation. We want the the quick the instant, answer yeah. and the you know, hey, hey, Google, what's the answer to this? You know, yeah, we, we'd yeah. like that rather than having to dive in yeah. and having you know, to discern yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, ask counseling. How many, how many people of our generations are reading the books to figure out the the answers rather yeah. than just Google, you know, Google, and yeah. now Chat GPT? So Chat V. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, that's so true. You know what that is? <laughs> it's a uh, artificial intelligence. But, oh, um, sounds smart. Anyway, uh, was there <laughs> was there anything else that stood out to you guys uh, on the sermon today as we're wrapping up? No, I think overall it was very educational. I feel like I learned a lot um, and definitely questioned a lot of things, which is cool. That's what so. I was going to say. It was an incredible sermon as far as e- e- mm. teaching, but also challenging, like yeah. super challenging to. Um, to your theology, your beliefs, and and, and to because the Trinity is always complicated, right? So anytime mm-hmm. you you talk about it, it's it's very uh, interesting to start contemplating and and and, and thinking about. But um, but yeah, this this sermon today was was awesome. Just yes. really enjoyed this subject, and it's on your birthday too. Yeah, that's right. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, bro! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, uh, we'll, well we'll see. Got the all right. Kids I'll come later, to your party. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you for for joining me today. Uh, We just look forward to the next sermon. If you guys have missed any of the sermons, go on YouTube. You can find those and uh, continue to listen along with us. And uh, 
chew through the sermons each week here, um, but we'll see you next week. Take care.